Welcome everybody to another episode of Cody Underground. Trading with Cody, live stream, question and answers, Q&A. Um, boy, there's a lot of stuff in the news. Um, not, as always, you know, not all of it's relevant. Not all of it really matters. Um, certainly not all of it matters to the stock market and to your portfolio. Uh, North Korea being probably the single most biggest factor that everybody's talking about right now with Trump having gone over there. Uh, he and his uh, entourage, including Dennis Rodman, Worm, wait, no. I guess he was sort of involved, though. Trump says that the White House called him. Called Dennis Rodman? Yeah. That man rebounds. And that's actually what they told him. Trump complimented his rebound. But he also talked about North Korea, which the reason I bring that up is it just sort of does underscore how seat of the pants, the whole thing with North Korea and the United States and trying to do a treaty was and is. And, you know, just look, there are Trump lovers out there, many of whom used to be, or still are maybe my fans, be sort of contradictory thought to have be a fan of mine and be a fan of Trump or Obama or Bush or Clinton or anyone in the Republican Democrat regime. But I always do like caveat my complaints about Trump these days, like I used to caveat my complaints about Obama, by saying that I'm not for either party, ever. But I know a lot of you watching are Trump lovers or you consider yourself conservative, even though you are Republican, which is a contradiction too. But um, I, so I'm going to complain about Trump like I would complain about Obama because I'm trying to be objective here. So you guys on Facebook, especially all you adamant, adamant, angry Republican defenders, can go ahead and get all mad right now. But let's be objective because we're talking about finances and stock market. And the point being that it is seat of the pants. Like, they didn't get an agreement. You know, Trump's stopped doing some of the South Korean war games. Is that what we call it? War games? It's a good movie. Um, anyway, look, that's not really, I mean, that's... Whether he's doing those exercises or not in South Korea, I mean, does that really matter? Is North Korea going to be more aggressive or less aggressive because he's doing that? Not necessarily. So he'll be like, well, he gave up that, but what did he get in return? But he didn't give anything up. Neither side gave anything up. Love to see North Korea denuclearize because they've got the grandchild. Uh, the son of a maniac who was the son of a maniac, the grandchild, three generations of maniacs run in that place. And how does that apply to the stock market? You know, that stuff was probably already priced in. You saw for the last year the stock market deal with Trump and Kim Jong-un calling each other names and threatening to blow each other up. And... Market rose, didn't crash, and now they've made friends and they're going to go watch Dennis Rodman in an all-star game. My prediction, 2022 reality show, 
I can't think of what channel it'll be. I won't be on Netflix. But it'll be a reality show. And I have Trump and Kim Jong-un and Dennis Rodman like running around throwing basketball games or something. MTV. MTV. I'm back on there. Bring MTV back. All you Republican Trump lovers who watch Fox News and used to watch me on Fox, you guys can start watching MTV. It'll be a new propaganda channel for Trump and the Republicans. Instead of being a propaganda channel of light for Democrats and so-called liberals, which is what MTV has been. And what most mainstream media probably is, you know, they uh, certainly, there's a point to be made that the media is biased, but it's not biased against Republicans. It's not biased against Democrats. It's biased against anybody who's not a Republican or a Democrat, anybody who's a free thinker. It just assumes that everybody is partisan. I don't shop at McDonald's and Burger King. I don't eat there. I guess I might shop there. What could you buy? Happy Meal toys? I think it would love that. All right. I've got a ton of questions, and I guess we should also just hit real quick on cryptocurrencies because they have crashed and are continuing to crash. The thing that you guys know that anybody who's been following me long time knows that, number one, I'm a big believer in cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology. They will revolutionize the world over time. But it has nothing to do with the near term. And at this point, at this moment, as I had outlined in my book, The Great Cryptocurrency Crash, buy it on Amazon, um, which was published late December, this was a bubble, and it's now crashing. And look, I still own some of my Bitcoins, and I recently started buying a cryptocurrency, a smaller one. And I will still, over the next five or ten years, be active in cryptos and blockchain technologies and investing in them. And if you go to Trader Cody, or you are a Trader Cody subscriber, you can write my coattails. But in the meantime, Stay the hell out of them. The vast majority of you don't know what a cryptocurrency is. You don't know what blockchain is. And you're out there risking your hard-earned savings, your capital. The good news for the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency bulls, perma-bulls, because I'm a bull long-term, but I'm not permanently bullish. So... The good news for the near-term bulls on cryptocurrencies is, you know, you get some of these emotions and, and you start seeing the headlines on MarketWatch or CNBC or Wall Street Journal or Yahoo and the word that they're using now is crash. Cryptocurrencies are crashing again. Well, when it's in the headlines, you might at least get a near-term reprieve, but I still come back to this prediction that more than 90% of the current batch of cryptocurrencies that you can personally buy are headed to zero in the next two to five years. Some of them will survive and be huge, the Amazons of cryptocurrency, but the vast majority of them will not be. All right, let's... Start answering some of these questions. 
Cody, could you please take a look at the big picture and share your opinion for the U.S. dollar or the euro slash U.S. dollar, if you want to be more specific, please, uh, during the next 1, 3, 5, 10, 20, and 50 years? This guy's got a specific question. I do get into that. You were specific. You want me to look at the big picture in tiny little micro shots, I guess. So let's try and do that. The U.S. dollar, the biggest story for the U.S. dollar, as I have talked about in my professional career throughout, is that longer term, because of the petrodollar dynamic, the fact that if you want to buy oil from Saudi Arabia or anywhere in the Middle East, you pretty much have to go buy U.S. dollars first. You have to convert your currency to U.S. dollars and then go buy oil. That provides a baseline demand for the U.S. dollar around the world, not to mention the fact that the U.S. and the U.S. the U.S. economy, the U.S. dollar, U.S. political system, as messed up as they are, and as much better as they could be, are still the best in the world relative to every other country, and that's what's important. It's not like it's a stock. Currencies, including cryptocurrencies at least most of them right now, are not backed by earnings or assets or value. They are backed by good faith. They are relative to other things. It's better. You have better faith in the U.S. government than you have in the euro. You have better faith in the U.S. government than you do in Japan's government. You have better faith in the U.S. economy than you do in China's economy. So the U.S. dollar relative to all the other fiat currency options, including the euro, which is what my man here is asking about, is going to be stronger. It will be relatively stronger than the rest of them. Over the next one, three, five years, I have no idea. That isn't even, I, I, what I just said isn't even applicable. Because over one, three, five years, you can even a 10-year swing. You can have period, periods where the U.S. dollar does underperform. But in my lifetime, I fully expect that the U.S. dollar will retain more of its value than any other fiat currency. Cody, I will be traveling, so we'll only catch the notes. I wonder if you might say a little bit more about the triple Q position uh, and the puts that I had recently bought. Uh, is, he at, is Cody adding more here, holding steady? What would cause him to add more if he is currently steady? Look, when I hedge something by buying puts like the triple Qs or the diamond puts or the spy puts. Those are, the triple Q represents a hundred of the largest technology NASDAQ stocks. The spy, that's the S&P 500. That's 500 of the biggest companies in the United States. The Dow, 40 of the biggest industrialish, Dow Jones industrials, 
it is 40 stocks of giant companies. So one of the biggest and most important lessons I think that I learned from a mentor of mine, Noah Blackstein, shout out Noah Blackstein. I haven't talked to you in a decade, I bet I should reach out to him. Um, some very successful mutual fund manager based in Canada. Sorry, Trump. Um, the uh, Noah used to talk about that if you're buying the triple Qs, if you're investing in an ETF that is a basket of stocks like that, an existing basket of companies, you're lazy. That's the easy ways man to invest. The easy way, easy man's way. That didn't make any sense. That is the easy way to do it. But if you really want to outperform, you've got to roll up your sleeves and find specific companies. And that's what I do, right? Like, I mean, the trade with Cody subscribers, no. We've got our NVIDIA, our Facebook, our Google, our Apple, our Oxygen, our Twitter. I need to start, I'm going to start promoting and using Twitter as a part of our marketing materials. Stocks come from 14 to 45 since we bought it. Still own it. That's what I want to do. I want to find those kinds of companies. I want to be able to buy them when they're crushed and not just ride a basket. But there are times when I have had a huge run in my portfolio. The markets are up through the roof. Or there is something else that makes me a little bit bearish, even if it's just about the near term and it's just some cautiousness. I'll take a little bit of capital, a tiny bit, and put it to risk in some puts. They are a hedge. And I frankly almost hope that I lose money on those hedges because that means that the rest of my portfolio is probably working and going up even more than the little bit of stock in the hedges. So I can tell from the tone of that email, frankly, that that is a new Trading with Cody subscriber. Long term, long time Trading with Cody subs. They, first of all, they know. I will always update you. I send you a trade alert if I do anything with any of my positions. And number two, they know that it's a hedge and it's not like we're focused on that. It's just a little bit of a hedge, guys. Don't, don't think we're going to try to make a bunch of money buying puts. Um... Cody, a question for the chat. If Bitcoin and other and the other purchased trading with Cody cryptocurrency, this is smart trading Cody sub. He doesn't want to, he knows I'm doing this on a public forum today. He doesn't want me to have to accidentally reveal the cryptocurrency that we have recently bought at Trading with Cody, sent out a trade alert. And if you would like to find out what it is, go to Trading with Cody, because I'm not telling you otherwise. Um, other, let's see, if they're ranked a five and a six, what would you rank, say, Ripple and Ethereum, and how likely do you think that these two will survive the great cryptocurrency crash? Great question, and my short answer is Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ripple, and the other one that I've recently been buying are the four most likely in my mind to survive and thrive and become and fulfill a lot of that vision for cryptocurrencies. I still think there will be new cryptocurrencies that haven't even been thought up yet that are being created in a garage right now 
that will ultimately dominate, but there will be more than one. Could be two, could be 10. I think those four, Ripple, Ethereum, Bitcoin are all good options, along with the other one, Trading Cody one that we've been buying. Um, Cody, glad to hear that your little one is back home. Thank you, yes. Um, you're a devoted father indeed, and yes, I am devoted to my children. They're pretty awesome. And wife, uh, she's awesome too, and I'm devoted to her. So, anyway, what's the upside you looking for? Mm, Translate that, I know you guys rushing on this thing. What is the upside that you are looking for in that trading with Cody cryptocurrency that I recently bought in the long run? Am I looking at hundreds of times, a hundred bagger or thousand bagger? I would, that's another relatively new sub, because let's just temper it down a little bit. Um, look, getting a stock to go up a thousand fold, or a Bitcoin, or a cryptocurrency, I think I've had two things go up 10,000% since I bought them. And that was Bitcoin, which had actually gone up 20,000% after I bought it at 100 and it went to 20,000. And um, Apple, which is up about 190, 19,000% um, since I bought it at a dollar for sure back in March 2003. I hope I have another one in my lifetime. Most hedge fund managers, mutual fund managers, Wall Streeters, the best of the world don't get two or three, 10,000 baggers, 10,000 percenters in their lifetime. I've got two trained Cody subscribers that have been running with me. We've got several thousand percenters. But if you're looking for a thousand value, you're looking for 10,000% return. And that's tough. It's a high margin. Hell, I, I might even be messing up the math. You might be looking thousand bagger at two zeros. It said 100,000. Let's just temper it down, is my point. Look, I, you want to have a basket. We will eventually want to have a basket of cryptocurrencies, five or ten. Maybe one or two will end up going up maybe a hundredfold. I hope so. Maybe they'll go up tenfold. Maybe they'll all go to zero. Maybe I'm wrong about cryptocurrencies. Maybe the governments around the world will unite to outlaw them. So, let's just temper now. I'm not looking for a thousand percent return, a thousand bagger in most anything. Um, Cody, uh, can you please address Snap? They have an amazing, they have amazing penetration and seem to have made strides on the redesign. Thank you. This would be someone who is long Snap, I would venture to guess. Um, I don't like Snap's management. That's been the biggest problem. Why I don't own them? Why I'm not? Um, why I'm not in it? And uh, I think you're wrong about penetration. 
I was just last night talking with my 23-year-old 20, nephew, Bryce. Shout out, Bryce. Um, and he was talking about, he had mentioned that the other day, I said, the Facebook stock, FB, would be at $50 per share instead of at almost $200 per share if Facebook was their only asset, if Zuckerberg had never bought Instagram and WhatsApp, because Instagram is probably worth $100 per share. Facebook is a declining asset. Nobody under the age of 30 is joining Facebook. They are all on Instagram. That's why it's, it's a shareholder of Facebook. I'm thankful that Mark Zuckerberg bought Instagram as a citizen of the world. It's disgusting that we've got yet another monopoly built already. It's entirely in an industry that didn't even exist 15 years ago. And it's not like it was a natural monopoly. The government allowed this guy to roll them up. But anyway, I'm benefiting as a shareholder. And my point being that we were talking about that and the fact that Facebook has been MySpaced. People predicted that 10 years ago and they were wrong, but it is happening right now. Facebook has been MySpaced. I can't even go on Facebook anymore because I can't bear, can't risk seeing another tortured animal, which is what some of those people who are not my friends but made friends with me on my Facebook page over the years, maybe they are my friends, I don't even know, maybe some of my friends are posting these incredibly violent, horrible images. It's always just animals, but whatever the point being, I don't want to see that, so I am not, I'm off. I still post on Facebook, but I go to my page and I, I will not look at Facebook. And I've already been complaining for months about how there was an incredible spike of fake accounts on Facebook in the last two or three months. And I'm still getting with a barrage of fake friend requests from Russians or big boob girls named Thomas. Like every day, five or ten of these things. And it's over for Facebook, the platform, but the stock because he owns Instagram. What I'm trying to get to is we talked about all of this last night, and he said, you know what's amazing, Cody, is that Snapchat at this point is dead for its stories. As far as stories goes, nobody... He said, I don't know, I'm not on Snapchat. I mean, I have it in my thing just so I know what it is, but I don't post on it. I don't consume anything on it. Uh, and you've seen the redesign. That's how long it's been since the last time I opened my Snapchat. But he was saying that none of his friends post stories on Snapchat anymore. If he's sending pictures or communicating one-on-one, -on -one, maybe you use Snapchat. But Instagram stories is where people post their stories, not on Snapchat. And I think that's true. And I think that's a death knell for the stock. Snapchat doesn't own Instagram or anything else. All they've got is Snap. They got the spectacles, which they've tried to redesign. Have you heard or seen anyone wearing the latest Snapchat spectacles? Video recorder sunglasses? I haven't. They should order them. Actually, it's sort of fun. I do think there's a future. I've talked about this for years. No, 
the fact that people holding a cell phone up to watch a Triple Crown winner cross the finish line when you're there in person has to end. You've got to figure out a way to record these selfies and the stuff that you want to brag that you're at a better way. And that's going to happen. You think the spectacles might be a step along that way. Google Glasses were too. To go back to the question, man, I'm not in Snapchat. I think that's not – it's – they still have a chance. There is a chance that Snapchat could turn it around. But if I had to bet, I'd short Snapchat at 13 or wherever it is right now rather than buy it. But I am not shorting it, by the way. I'm just not going to mess with Snapchat. I might eventually. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Put that on the whiteboard. Do you mind just throwing Snapchat on the whiteboard? Well, Snapchat short. Let's remember. I'm going to do some research on that idea. All right, now we've got a bunch of stocks people have asked me about. Um, first one, Teva. What do you think about Teva Pharmaceuticals? Teva, T-E-V-A. Um, Israeli-based um, generic drug provider. And number one, I very, very rarely invest in any healthcare-related companies. The whole industry is controlled and funded, well, the whole industry is funded by your tax dollars or your future generation's tax dollars, well, borrowing trillions, and controlled by lobbyists and government, and I don't like that business. I, 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 do, I do not like the pharmaceutical industry. So I'm probably never going to invest in TV. Teva, Teva. Maybe if it crashed to five and still had a reasonable upside potential, but no, not for me, man. Cody, could you please look at the big? Oh no, I did that one already. Cody, uh -huh. any thoughts about adding to the Pandora short position, or maybe buying some Pandora puts? No. Was that in the camera? Um. Not right now. Uh, I, I still think Pandora's headed much lower. I don't think they can survive in the world of Apple Music, Amazon Music, uh, Spotify. Spotify, that's the killer. Spotify is the dominant. Alexa, play Geronimo's Cadillac by Michael Martin Murphy on Spotify. Geronimo's Cadillac by Michael Martin Murphy from Cody's Spotify. Spotify and Amazon. I haven't bought Spotify yet. I'm sure none of my subscribers have been asking about that. Valuation is a little stretch for me, so I haven't bought it yet. Geronimo's Cadillac, Michael Martin Murphy. Song's 1972, his first solo album. Heard the song randomly on a Spotify Discover Weekly list that they put together, their algorithms put together based on my listening styles. Heard the song, couldn't believe this has been a number one. Seems like this should be a huge country western song. I asked uh, Larry Geronimo, Geronimo's grandson, if he knew the song, we were out a couple weeks after I started listening to this. And he was like, yeah, I love that song, man. So, I can tell you, check out a little bonus 
song reference for you today, huh, Mike? Huh, Piper? Mm. Piper and I even been trying to play the song, figured it out on guitar. I ain't singing this bad. I might have been a rock star if I could sing. Alexa, stop. You notice I didn't ask for that on Pandora. And once again, as I wrote actually for three years now, Alexa is the winning voice platform. It has hit critical mass. It has reached de facto standard status. You gotta own Amazon if only for Alexa. I love you, Alexa. I love you. Um, I'm not devoted to Alexa, though. <laughs> Cody, what's your take on MTCH? Seems like it caught fire as well. Folks think it has a good future. I'll have to do some work on it. Piper, could you make a note? MTCH on the whiteboard. Um, another question here. Uh, any opinion about Soda Stream? Or a line, can you add that? Soda and a line. I'll do some homework for you guys, get you back. Uh, train with Cody, you guys will get a, additional information there in the transcript, I guess. And that's it for the questions that I received prior to. Cody, thoughts on VMware? They are everywhere. Um, I haven't done much work on VMware lately, but yes, they are everywhere. And but didn't Dell sort of buy them, or you put VMW on there too for us? Were those big hand, big letters you're using there, pipe? KL is another one. I don't know. And M M E N. New subscribers, it's funny, I can, um, you get a different tone of questions from the new subs. But anyway, guys, new or not, I will take all the stocks that you just asked about, one, two, three, four, five, six, and get some answers for you. Well, there's some analysis. I don't know if I have answers for stocks I'm just, I haven't been up on. Um... Cody, are you playing? Hey, isn't there some way to do this thing? It told me I could do it. No, I was reading on how you invite someone to engage with you on Facebook like we used to on the IAM Cody app. But it's not working. We'll have to figure it out later, not right now. Live. Hey, Cody, how are you playing the small cap ETF? My 401k is loaded up. I know you have been using it as a hedge. Correct. I still got a small IWM. Short. Small cap ETF. Now, it's been okay. I'm down probably 10 or 15% on it, but my portfolio is up much more than 10 or 15% since I've been that short on it. Probably about a year ago, maybe less. Um, I'm still writing it as a small short. That's, I mean, I don't feel great about it. 
But I like to have a little bit of hedge. I might buy another batch, tiny batch of IW input someday. Soon or not. All right. Any questions left in the chat room here? No. Anything on YouTube? Did they pop up questions? Don't they have a place to chat? I can see that. I don't know. All right, then, folks. What's the stock market doing? Here, look at this. Another Amazon product. Not the low margin projector that I just turned on, but the and frankly, this is the actual dongle here, the Amazon Fire TV stick. Low margin. Amazon might even lose money selling these as cheap as they do. Maybe they just barely make a profit. But it is pretty great. Now, here's something else. I own Sony. Trading with Cody subscribers know this. We bought it around 15. It's around 50 right now. It's another one we should be marketing. Um, Sony has PlayStation View. Turn on the lights so you can see it better. It's turning on. It's not on yet. What's going on? Oh, maybe it is. There we go. Yeah. So look, PlayStation View. I was really excited about this because I'm able to watch it here at my office. And by the way, Pandora has an app for this, but I don't use it. I do use Spotify, but PlayStation View allows me to watch all my channels over the top on the internet. When I first signed up for it, I really got excited. I thought, you know, 40 bucks a month or something, I can replace my $200 a month satellite subscription. And it was great at first, but the interface is awful, number one. Number two, you can't get you can't get local stations, at least not here in Rodoso, like this. I just said go to CNBC, and it's like, you really want to watch it? Yes! That's why I said go to CNBC, man. I wouldn't have pushed the button the first time. Makes me push it twice. Bad interface. Small pal, uh, Josh. I'll send out the article. He did an interview with me when I used to be almost famous on Fox. It's a fun interview. Um, and Bitcoin. The point I'm trying to make is, it's just okay. I'm about to try out YouTube TV, but it's not available here at all yet. So that's unfortunate. But you know what? All of those services will be delivered up. Amazon Fire Stick, Amazon Platform, Amazon Alexa. All right. Peace, love, and happiness.